previously on Strixhaven Curriculum of Chaos. Two month to about two and a half month span. Uh, they're going to be rolling just two D20 dies, one for their class, one for their job. Uh, and I have a personal sheet that pretty much explains what everyone deals with and what they can deal with. You a full gold coin that I can win Apple Bob. You got yourself a bet. You saw that your wardrobe opened just a tiny bit. That was freaking creepy. If you peered through, you could swear this was the same mask that you had seen in your wardrobe at some point. Have you guys ever heard, or do you know of, any secret societies? His head does turn all the way around. You don't hear Huri's voice. Instead, you hear... I believe someone would like to join the Oryx Society. <laughs> Welcome to another session and episode of Strixhaven, formerly known as Curriculum of Chaos, but now, due to the fact that I have gone way off book of what the actual Strixhaven Curriculum of Chaos source book is, we are going as Strixhaven Orphan Society. Um, Where is she? It's fitting because everyone has the exact same backstory. Yeah. So, welcome. Thank you for joining us on YouTube. Uh, if you're listening on a podcast, you are a week behind. So, if you want to check out our amazing faces, check us out at BP Fun and look for the purple logo on YouTube. Um, we are a Dungeons & Dragons meets Harry Potter-themed campaign that records bi-weekly. There's also another campaign running called The Green Cloak Adventures that is a homebrew D&D at the same time on the off weeks as us. Uh, so, if you need your fix next week, check that out as well. Now on to introductions. I am Voices Of, and I will be the Dungeon Master for this campaign and uh, progressing, pretty much. Uh, I've been doing Dungeons & Dragons since I was in high school. Love everything about it. Um, and I still always get anxious whenever the sessions start. So if I seem frazzled, that's why. Uh, I'm going to pass it off to our first player character of the night, Zeus. Hey, guys. Zeus here. Um, I am the voice of, and the guy that's playing, your favorite lovable slime, Glick Snorklax, who has found himself in a very traumatically scary situation with, um, his just recent friend, Huri, Huri Pooter. I am a relatable panda. I voice and play Lucerin, aka Lucy. I am y'all's, uh, favorite sock-obsessed elf. And I'm just here for the entertainment of all of this. Hey, I'm a call sign Mason. I play uh, Raz. I'm kind of an adrenaline drunkie, and also I'm exceptionally good at apple bobbing. <laughs> Don't approve. <laughs> this is Chemistry Sloth, voicing Galaxy. I am your uh, your pumpkin warrior, your dirty swamp boy. I am Dev. I voice Zilmus. Or Zelm, uh, pretty laid-back elf character, just going with the flow, like to touch things. Uh, this is my first D&D session, so I'm just here to have fun. Good time, and a lot. All right. <clears throat> uh, without nice. further ado, we are just going to hop right back <laughs> into <laughs> this. I'm not ready for um, this. <laughs> I just want to let you know. I, I don't even... To be there. 
Oh, yeah, I'm so it's, scared. It's going to be interesting. Ooh, that came out, out of nowhere. Like John oh. Cena. Do, 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 oh. do. I'm gonna make sure that I have the right tracks going. Whoa. That's what well, that was what was playing last time. Okay then. Um Alright. <laughs> so I last we left off. If Glixkernax could soil his pants <laughs> while listening <laughs> to this, I mean I mean, just imagine There's seeing Hori. Like, you're hearing this in your head because magic, and you just see Hori just like, "Hello!" And I'm like, oh, "My little oozy ooze on the floor." <laughs> my goo letter. Um, my goops. So last we left <laughs> off, uh, Hori was standing completely straight and utilizing the small amount of dexterity in his hands was able to carve what you remember as the auric mask on his pumpkin that was sitting on his nightstand. Um, you walked in, went up to him, tried to interact with him, and in turn, that turned into him swiveling his uncomfortably weird head all the way around to face you while his body s still stayed forward. And Kuri said something but not the way that Huri always says stuff. And he simply said, Hello! Would you like to join the Oryx Society? <laughs> what would you like to do? Relax. Uh, um, well, Glix is 100% not prepared for that situation. Um, I suppose he's he responds back. He's like, "Huri, he doesn't normally sound like that. But what's going on? What society? What orc society?" Oh, you can't be that dumb, can you? You simply know this isn't his actual voice. So I was gonna hope if you haven't understood, <laughs> I gave you an option. Would you like to or not? Um, <clears throat> I, I, well, I, I would like to know more before I could, you know, join into such a commitment. You know, is there some way I could learn more before deciding? It's, it's a pretty big decision. Oh, what a shame. I mean, I mean, it sounds interesting. Okay. Um, so as he says that, Kuri's head goes a little bit past the 180 point. <laughs> and you hear like a little and Kuri just drops right onto the floor. Um, um the pumpkin <laughs> slowly starts to fold into itself. Like it's almost like fast rotting. And it just quickly so much starts on. to mold all the way down. Okay, screw the pumpkin. I go to check on Huri to see if he's even alive. Because <laughs> that, that noise don't sound good. Oh. Um, so you do check. Huri is alive. Oh, thank goodness. You, he, is, he is alive. Um, it's a click noise. The click, well, it was partially his neck. But the oh. good part is he's an owlin. So they have a lot of mobility with their neck. Sounds like he I'll just cracked his knuckles. Him. 
degrees. He'll be fine. Essentially. Okay. It was essentially like, on it. They can go like 270, and it was like it tweaked to like 280. That's where it went to. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So there's a little bit of pop, pop to it. So, um, so Kuri is on the ground right now. Okay. You're the only one in the room, uh, and you do start to notice that the lights in all of the dorms are now glowing with a faint hue of blue. And you two that are also in your bed, I can't remember. Did you? Oh, yes. This is after a while. You guys are asleep. Everyone's asleep. Um, yeah. Everyone is asleep. Uh, everyone's flames are now blue. So, um, Glicksnerglax, what do you want to do? Um, <laughs> um, so he's fine. Can I check out the pumpkin to see if, uh, I don't know, maybe I can find out some info on it? Like, I don't know. Um, give me a, let's do an arcana check. Give me some arcana. Oh. So, from the looks of it, it seriously looks like someone used a type of magic that would essentially, like, speed up the process of decomposition within the actual pumpkin. Uh, there, There's not any, like, foul play. You're not noticing any foul play with it, but it essentially rotted. Now, the strange thing is... Pumpkins usually rot from the inside out. This, however, rotted from the outside in. So you definitely know that it was a magical way of rotting because that's not how it usually happens. I mean, the fact that it rapidly rotted in front of my eyes may or may not have been a hint. It's just a possibility. Uh, that is valid. Can I figure out like what the deal is with the lights or is that just like... like I um, I mean... Uh, I, again, do an arcana check. That's what that would be. All right, let's see. <laughs> Give me some arcana. Okay, that's better. Okay. Um. So essentially, with this, you know that it's uh, a lot of the, um, a lot of the light fixtures in or in around Strixhaven are completely dependent on temperature sources. So essentially a blue flame would mean that this room is getting colder because a blue flame is actually burns hotter than a normal white flame and a red flame. I'm mean, not, a, not a white flame, but a red flame. So essentially this room and whatever is in your dorm is getting colder at a, at a faster rate than you had anticipated. Is it like to a dangerous level? To turn down the to AC. To a dangerous level. However, you as a slime can't really tell yeah. or feel a difference. You can feel wind, and you could feel a resistance that way, but you can't actually feel a decrease because you don't have a freezing point. Okay, so I know that though that mm -hmm. just means it's colder. I can't tell by how yes. much. Okay, yes. so Huri's fine. I'm going to go wake up the other two and check on them. Okay. Okay. Because um, so walking across the room, you do notice. Oh gosh. That Grayson's pumpkin is missing. <laughs> and you notice shit? that the one room that no one is in has the door creeped open. Oh, oh. oh I don't like this. I don't like this. 
I oh, love it. The hell did I miss? Okay, so <laughs> just a little bit. Pumpkin's gone. Doors cracked. As the curious slime that I am, I'm gonna go and investigate that to see what's oh, up with this empty room. You should probably put the horror okay. music back on. <laughs> kind of horror music to it. Are you sure you want to the only thing they fear is you? I'm so gonna die. There we go. All right. You're not too familiar with horror movies, I see. Glace is not. Um, he actually doesn't know what a movie is. All right. So as you kind of walk across and you start to get closer to the door, you do see that um, the door is just cracked a little bit. So do you want to you wanna just open the door and yeah. just go right in? I'm just opening and go right in that sucker. Okay. Um. How the rest of the rooms are all set up, this one is completely different. <laughs> the beds are set up on the right and left side going in, and the door splits into the middle. Hmm. Now, the door opens up into the right, so you can see everything on the left side. Left side looks pretty untouched. Right side... Oh, gosh. The bed is broken. The chest is burned, and the wardrobe now has chains all the way around it, as well as a padlock on the actual handles. The frick? Um... <laughs> um, can't... Would I do an ar another Arcana to see if this is related to the uh, the Huri incident? Like if like the burnt and the broken bed. Um. Like, could I tell that this detect... is? What's up? Do you have a detect magic of any kind? Um. I don't think so. Okay. So I'm going to say one thing, and that is you would know that your, um, you would know that I believe it's Galati has a detect magic. Isn't that right, Galati? Don't you have a detect magic? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm looking for right now. I don't, I don't think I do have detect magic. Oof. You don't have one that's no, set? I think last time I just did, um, last time I think I just did an arcana check to see if I, if I noticed anything. I don't think I have any okay. type of detect magic. Okay. All right. So there isn't a detect magic to it, uh, within, I think possibly one of the two people that are not in the no! dorm do have it. Okay. Um, so, if it's untouched by the time that they get back, then they could possibly do a pull on it. I will say, for the bed, I need an investigation, and for the chest... You know what? Do you want to figure out what happened, or do you want to figure out if this had magical processes to it? You know what? I'm going to figure out what happened. Okay. I want you to do an investigation check for me. All right. Okay. I'm increasing in numbers. I'll take it. Okay. So, for a 16... The bed looks like there was a... How it looks like it was busted was that someone sat on it and didn't sleep in it. So it was sat on the center 
and because of the weight or because of how they did this, it somehow broke. The um, all of the posts are still intact. However, the mattress, after looking at it more, does have a burn spot that would resemble a body. Oh, okay. That's like funny. if someone if someone sat down. They burned wherever they sat into it, which caused the bed to fall in. So freaking human torch. Gotcha. Sure. Skill <laughs> issue. Um, and then when it comes to the chest, something was kept in here and ignited. And that burned out into, like, it burned out from in and burned the, the chest. Yeah. Um... And the wardrobe is chained up correctly. It is locked down. Wardrobe is chained, and then it also has a padlock that's on the handle. Yeah. And the chain goes through the handles. Okay. So I'm just going to assume that that has something to do with the mask and the wardrobe that I saw. So I'm going to leave that alone for now. I am still going to go. I'm going to go back, and I am going to wake up Galati and Raz and let them know the situation. Okay. Um, so sins. he goes in. I mean, uh, like, literally, you role play how you're going in here, what you're doing to wake them up. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to come on out. I'm going to plop my way because I'm in my slime form. I'm going to open the door and I'm going to come in and I see. So I'm, I'm guessing Galaxy's still sleeping underneath the bed because he's a weirdo. Yes. Um, Correct. I've never seen this before. So I'm confused as to where he is and what that figure is under his bed. So I am on guard, and I'm, like, slowly, like, while keeping my eye on the bed, going over to Raz, and I'm, like, waking up, like, hey, hey, Raz, Raz, hey, Raz. Five more minutes. Raz, Raz, wake up, wake up. What? Where is Galaxy? Where is Galaxy? Uh, <laughs> real fast, you I'll say Galaxy is a light sleeper, so... Um, so as Glick comes in, <laughs> I was actually watching him as he's going over to Raz. And so while he's not paying attention to me, I'm crawling slowly towards him. Oh, and just... no. <laughs> so, like, I hear, I hear, so... like, I hear, like, a whoosh. And I turn to see your face, like, up to mine. Yes. So and... we are face to face. Yes. <laughs> and in that instant, I... I'm going to I'm going to hit you with my with my super, Mr. Fantastic Fist. I'm going to hit you with my Mr. Fantastic okay. Fist. I need I need you to make an actual attack. You, okay. You're taking an attack. Uh, you just kill him. Do an unarmed, <laughs> no, um, unarmed strike. Okay, I got an 18. Jesus. <laughs> 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 <Roll> damage. <laughs> um, 20. Got a 7. Oh. Seven damage. So <laughs> you scared so, the crap out of me, dude. <laughs> Glace moves forward as he turns. Like it's almost, it's almost not even like a wind up. It's like it out of his motion. <laughs> you get, you get hit square in the face, and you get like it has so much force that it pushes you up, and you like go against the back of your, like against the side of your bed. Oh yes, I go flying. I, I have one hit point left. Oh my gosh, you one hit point left. 
Bro, you could have knocked him. That would have been hilarious. Dude, I almost knocked you. God. What the frick, dude? You just kill him. Dude, I cannot believe I okay. almost just killed you. Um, <laughs> oh my god. So, after. So, as my puppet comes out dead, I'm just like. <laughs> and I'm like. G Galaty? G Galaty, is that you? Uh, okay. Um, glad to know you. Were, were you under the bed? Were you under the under the bed? Yep. He does that. A little heads up would have been nice. You know, it's, it's a lot of happening here tonight. Um, speaking of, are you okay? I hit you pretty hard. I'll be fine. Okay. Um, well, if you guys are okay... We have some business to take care of, so we're gonna go step one to Huri's room. Okay? So, real quick, yeah. uh -oh. as you guys are talking. Oh gosh. Um, I swear, if a wardrobe opens, someone's about to get hit again. Make everybody. <laughs> make, uh, uh, can I have you three make a perception check? Oh, that's wild. That's, uh -oh. that's pretty wild. Oh man, I, I'm in <laughs> shock. I'm in shock. <laughs> I don't notice nothing. Woo! Hot oh, day! Jeez. Oh. oh! Hot day! day. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm gonna say. Carry. God, so, I'm gonna say, Glix, because of the pure adrenaline in your globulous form right now, <laughs> you can hear nothing. Nothing it's exists ringing. except for and galaxy. Yeah, it's it's almost like you got like like um uh like concussed by like a concussion grenade. Like you are like in like a complete zone. Okay. However, Galaxy, when you got knocked, when you were this close to death, your whole body was like <laughs> the surroundings and you zeroed into everything around you. You can hear you could hear a pin drop on top of a fly while it sneezes. That's what you could hear right now. Jeez. And Raz, you're sitting in the same boat. Like, because of the altercation that just happened, it's almost like your dragonborn senses, like, piped up, and you actually, like, almost like part of your, part of your dragon breath, like, activated. Like, it was ready for some type of action, because that was just your normal motion to it. Now, as he is talking to you guys through this, you hear what sounds like a metallic crack and then what sounds like chains drop. I don't hear oh. this, do I? Because I'm freaking concussed, right? No, you have no idea. Okay. So you so. guys just hear chains drop. That's what you guys hear. Alright. That's crazy. Guys, so we gotta go. We gotta I go. do a dash to the door and I just go, did, did you hear that? What was that noise? That was probably the wall falling on the floor. I did hit you pretty hard. No, oh, no, it so was. You now, you now hear a door open and close. Do I hear it? There it is again. Okay. This is uh, something. I'm gonna else. say no. Okay. Galaxy, first, come here. It was the metallic you... clang. Galaxy. Yes, yes, yes. You, you, you might yes. have, have what they call a concussion. You could be hearing things. Okay. It, I, no, I know you're I hit just you not pretty... hearing things, bro. Wait, are you hearing things too? 
See, yeah. Raz, Raz believes me. Okay, okay. You guys heard three thuds and then another door close. Uh, I'm just gonna get out my bow and then just start walking towards the door and like peeking I'm... out of it. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. just making a mad dash out the door. I, okay. I'm obviously I throw that door. Open. I'm obviously following them because I'm like, what in the world is going on with these okay, guys? I'm I know I hit Galaxy pretty hard. Like, what the heck? That's crazy. <laughs> okay, uh, so, so right I just quickly described the clicks. Like, okay, okay. Okay. So right now what you see is that the door of the room that no one was in looked wow. it's still a tiny bit cracked. That's the only thing you see right now. So Everything I, else about your room is the same way that you guys left it last. I'm going to so I left that door open and I'm going to tell that to him. It's like, "Guys, um remember the incident I was saying with Huri earlier?" Um Upon leaving the situation to come to you guys, that door was cracked. I went in to investigate and left the door wide open. That door should still be wide open. So I'm going in, we ball. <laughs> so they're just going <laughs> to... Am I... I'm um, like so hesitantly, I guess I'm following them. Is like, oh gosh, this is so bad. I don't like this. So as you um <clears throat> as you guys come in the door looks like looks like it had been pushed from the inside somehow the wardrobe has no chains on it the chains are on the ground the padlock is busted on the ground okay. and what it looks like is the padlock had been heated to the point where the internal parts were able to crack. And then the same thing goes with the chains. So there is a fine spot where the chains would have been burned and cracked. I also relay this to the guys. I'm like, guys, that wardrobe was chained up and locked when I left this room. That should not be on the floor. Why are there chains in here in the first place? You know, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, someone could have left their belongings here. It's, it's, it's a wondrous world we're in, you know? Um, owls move their heads quick. all the way around. I'm going Glicks, to just make a history check. Okay. Glicks, make a history check. <clears throat> Not bad. All right. You remember very specifically that these rooms, nothing can be forgotten here. When you guys entered this this uh, this entire thing, all of the rooms were the exact same way. Everything was magically cleaned. Not even a sock was left in any of the dorms. Okay, so I'm going to relay this to the guys. It's like, um, there you go. <laughs> these rooms should be cleaned. They're magically cleaned. Nothing left behind. You know, that's it's all taken care of. And um, <laughs> that bed is broken. That chest is burnt. And that wardrobe, which had chains on it previously, no longer has chains. This does not this smell good. This kind of Halloween prank. I don't know what Halloween is or what a prank is. Forgot. I forgot. <laughs> Halloween. Something different. Halloween. 
there's some kind of palsy prank or something? I mean, I was awake the whole night. No one came in and out of this room. No, no one was here except for uh, Huri. Speaking of, guys, I need. we have to go check on Huri. So much going on here. We need to go check on him. He collapsed. Yeah, do any of you guys have healing? <laughs> I can breathe. Pelly's uh, in oh, line to him. Oh, I, yeah, you do. You have a healing potion. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so I'm just going to tell you guys, guys, let's go check on Huri. I don't know how good he is. He seems to be alive, but uh, a strange voice came out of him, and he it seemed to have cracked his neck and collapsed on the floor. And then we'll come back and investigate this later, but we need to go check on Huri first. Come on, guys. Come on. Chop, chop. Um, I'm just going to wave them like just be like you keep going <laughs> i'm gonna investigate this room a little bit more okay okay then i'm, I'm gonna um, take uh did you give him the healing potion oh did you <laughs> that would <worked. laughs> uh, i have one is he just holding it i can't remember do we know that you have the potion like how did you get that again i can't remember i don't remember Didn't we all get one um you got I think that we all the orientation you get that during orientation, remember? You went into the oracle, oh, and then yeah. when you came out, it was in your hand. I remember that. Okay, so we know he has one. He didn't give it, so yeah. I guess I'm going to go back and be like, what? what? Galatee, you have the healing potion. We need to go heal Huri. Oh, I didn't want to use it on myself. I only have set one point. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know I'm the only one that has it. Yeah, you're the only one that has that. I mean, we can still oh, go. Well, then. I mean, we can. I mean, can we try like a medicine check on him to see if we can like first aid or whatever? Um, so to do that, essentially, that's to make sure that they are conscious. That's if someone's unconscious. That's to wake them. Like, it's to make sure that they're stabilized. So he he's not in a destabilized set like moment. Okay. So he's completely conscious. Okay. Um. <laughs> so. Yep. Okay, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave, and I'm gonna take Raz over to check on Huri. Then that's just what I'm gonna do. Okay. Okay. Um. So when you guys walk in there, Raz. Uh. So number one, you both, Galatee and Raz, you guys did notice that it was drastically colder in this room than it was before. Uh. The room usually was sitting at like 70s or so, like that, like uh-huh. 65 to 70 degrees. It's like sitting at like 50. Like, maybe even tickering a little bit under. So, like, 45 to 50 degrees. Like, pretty chilled. Um, that's why all the flames are, like, glowing a blue, because it's a little bit warmer. And so, you guys might want to gravitate towards the flames a little bit more to keep the warmth. Um, and then, Raz, as you walk in, you see Huri. He's on the ground, and his head is completely, like, almost back to its original position. But it looks like almost like his head's just like this. So... Can you explain exactly what happened here? That's that's Raz talking to Clicks, right? Yes. Okay, yep. I'm just checking. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, so I I didn't have a good feeling about the pumpkin. So I was sitting at watch, you know, just seeing what might have happened tonight. And the next thing I know, Huri was up, and you know, as a, as a good friend, I decided to go check on him. I heard some weird noises, and he was carving into the pumpkin, the mask that. Uh, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Th- that the gentleman Grayson. we met, Grayson. That that Grayson carved earlier, 
And so I asked him, you know, what the deal was, and he proceeded, turning his head all the way around, speaking to me in a very strange voice about some kind of Oryx society. And then when I went to go check on him, I had a crack, and he collapsed. What kind of weird cult stuff did we just get into? You know, that's a great question. I would love to find out. But first things first, we need to make sure he is okay. He seems to I'm be gonna conscious. Go up to him and kind of like, I don't, I don't think I can snap. Can I snap? I would I assume so. It's, it's just flesh. I'm gonna roll a d20 for that. <laughs> a snap? That'd be a dex, dexterity saving throw, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> dexterity throw. Can he snap? Oh, Nope. You can't. <laughs> That's crazy. So you just hear <laughs> foof, <laughs> You just kind of hear a whip. He's like, like his oh. claws are like. You kind of hear a. Oh, okay. That was that a one delayed one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um... So, so then he's just kind of poking him because realizing I can't snap at all. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know how to snap. Oh, yeah. You're right. Huri? Poking him. Huri, are you open? Huri is completely passed out. Um, I'm going to swipe over real quick to Galati. All right, so Galati, what do you want to do? Um, so I'm going to investigate the chains first. Um, okay. I don't really know what I'm looking for in particular, but um, you said that the like internal mechanism of the lock was like busted and cracked. Um, did you say that the chains were also, like, melted or something? Yep, it looks like, it, it almost looks like where where you would see, like, um, like how a chain link all comes together, it looks like mm-hmm. where that actually meets was melted back off and broken. Okay. Um, so, I guess I'll do a, maybe an arcana check to see if it was magical in nature. Okay. Um... I'll start there. 23. I'm sorry. That's a big boy oh. number. <laughs> so a um so a 23 what that gets you is essentially um these <clears throat> you wouldn't know much about this type of thing had you not already seen it before. Uh when you're dealing in the areas that you used to in Alandria uh, there was a common use for chains of this type. You see and you notice that there's there's small types of runes every six links. And essentially that counted for a arcane lock of some kind. And within an arcane lock, it was only used in certain instances. One was for interdimensional beings so that they wouldn't be able to jump between dimensions. Wow. The other was for... Uh, individuals of very high magic levels and what essentially it did was it locked them from doing any um, I believe it's somatic no somatic is speaking no verbal is somatic is uh, actual hand gestures so they weren't able to do any hand gestures for spells so it limited a, a majority of their spells unless it was spoken word or it was for um, uh, pretty much holding in or holding uh, gateways. I don't like any of this. To 
either <laughs> teleportation gateways to separate areas, interdimensional gateways, or interuniversal gateways. I don't like any of this. Um, did the wardrobe look like it was open at all? Um, or is it closed? The wardrobe is completely closed. I'm going to open it. <sighs> Freaking knew it. Okay. Um, so you open up this wardrobe. Um, there is one nail in the back of the wardrobe. And on that nail is a tiny string what you would imagine like would connect somehow to a mask and the entire inside of this case is burnt except for what looks like the outline of the same type of mask Grayson had put on that pumpkin WTF so essentially (laughs) it looks like this could have been open something could have put fire into this and the mask withstand the fire and only the outline remain. I'm going to step in. What? You're going to step into the wardrobe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so you step into the wardrobe. It's, uh, it's, it smells very burnt. Like you would say within like the last maybe 30 to 40 minutes it was severely burned this way so um i that's that's about it when it comes to it i mean the insides of the doors are very singed as well which is strange so it almost seems like something was put into here then closed and then was ignited but you're still not 100% sure However, the only thing you are sure of is that the nail that held whatever was against this and the outline of the mask are still visible. Yeah. <sighs> Freaking spooks. I guess I'll walk over to the bed next. Um, or what did you say was going on with the chest? The chest is completely burnt, and it's kind of almost like fallen into each other. However, it's still somewhat together, but there it was definitely burned on the inside. Burned Out. on the inside. Then I'll go ahead and open that as well. <laughs> okay. The inside is just like tons and tons of charcoal. However, there is like a little mound of some type of dust at the very bottom of it. Uh, I'm going to sweep it away, see if there's anything underneath. There is nothing underneath. It's just nothing the regular, underneath. like the rest of the um, chest. Okay. Mm, and then lastly, I guess I'll I'll check the bed, um, okay. see if there's anything underneath. Uh, oh, underneath. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, make a strength saving throw. You you just have to pick it up. Oh, saving throw? Yep. Unlucky. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's because I hit him so hard. It's because I hit him so hard. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> so uh, so I'm going to say you lift that up, and um, 
So while Glix and Raz, while you guys are tending to Huri, you you hear like the creaks of a bed, and then you just hear like a thud, and then Galatee's like, and that's about it. And I'm gonna say, Galatee, you 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 lifted up the bed, and then it fell back on top of you, and because of how low health you were, you kind of just passed out. But you're you're definitely conked. You got conked by the bed. Okay. Um. So I hear this. And I'm just, I'm gonna tell Raz like Raz I, I'm gonna go check on Galatee. I did I did hit him pretty hard. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and see what's going on with him. Yeah. Oh jeez. So you go in. Um, as you guys go up to it, you guys ever seen the Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Are we going sticking out from underneath the bed? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay. That's all it is. It's just legs sticking out from under the bed. Galatee is just conked out underneath the bed. Okay, can I like get him out from under the bed? <laughs> do I need to do a You can just pull him out. Okay. I'm gonna no, I'll say that there's not because both of you guys were, you're not trying to do this in like a fast manner. You just kind of drag him out. Yeah, okay. By the sheer will of yourself. So I drag him out and then I check and I, I just I notice he's unconscious. And so I like Yeah, yeah I like lightly I lightly tap yeah. on his face like Galatee, Galatee, are you are you okay? You awake, Galatee? No he's, response. Yeah, he's conked. He's conked. <laughs> uh, do I notice anything about the bed? Like I go to look, and was there anything there that nothing? nothing? Nothing other, nothing fancy or anything. Just the same stuff that you found the last time you came in there. Okay. Um, I'm just I'm gonna drag him out and put him into like one of the couches up in the in the main section. Okay. Yippers. Okay, so I did that, and then after doing that, I'm gonna go over to Raz, and I'm gonna be like, "So, um, Galatee is a bit unconscious at the moment. Uh, I didn't hit him. I Ow. promise. Uh, it seems that a bed fell on top of him. I don't know what transpired to you allow. You probably have joined the Iron Lifter Society with me. I." Maybe? I I don't think so. Um, is any update with Huri? Is he okay? Nah, he's still unconscious. Um, okay, can we just drag him I've and put him on the him for a bit. and put him on the other couch in the in the main section too? Keep an eye on both of them. Pick him up. Right. I can't pick him up. So, real quick, um uh Panda and Dev, give mm-hmm. me initiative rolls. Oh, <laughs> they're gonna see us just dragging Huri out of the room. Like, oh, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> Dev, you still there, bro? Yep. Spice. Okay, cool. Oh, you got a negative one on initiative? That's tough. Good. Dude. Oh, man. I'm lucky. Glad this is just an initiative roll. Um, and then Dev, can you give me an initiative roll? I'm trying to find it. Uh, it'll be up at the top in the middle, uh, right above your hit points. armor class and um, speed. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. yeah, that's the word. Yours is a zero, <laughs> so oh. you just click the button that says initiative. That's true. Do it. Oh. 
Wow. Okay. Good um, Good stuff. So, nice. uh, all right. So, so real quick, you, for All Hallows Eve, you were able to get like a long weekend, pretty much. You're coming back middle of the week. Uh, your, um, your, is, is going to sound dumb because it's like, it's not like your flight got in. Uh, your portal <laughs> sent you in at like around the middle of the night. So you're kind of just like, ah, oh, shoot. Like you're not really dealing with the jet lag. You kind of got like, oh, well, I dealt with the delay at the other, you know, teleportation circle. So I guess got here, um, showing up at two in the morning, you walk in, uh, Galatea is passed out. And you do see that everyone is flocked into your bedroom currently. You have just entered into the room. Uh, let me grab. Let me grab your character. Real quick. Oh, that's great. This is awkward. Oh, that's awesome. I could explode. Oh my gosh, he's huge. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So yeah. So you just showed up, and uh, the whole room is super cold. Like you're you're appalled. Like outside, it's like a solid eighty or ninety degrees. You're just like, how on earth is our room sitting at forty five degrees? Oh, that's um, a big drop in temperature. So you can kind Sheesh. of, I mean, you're coming in and you're just seeing this. You have all of your bags from your like long weekend <laughs> back home. Uh, uh, what do you kind of want to do? Uh, it's about time the temperatures dropped. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that is that Zoom? Do I, do I hear Zoom? Yeah, don't talk to me. I'm tired. <laughs> I proceed to leave his room to go to where he's at. Zoom, buddy. Zoom, how are you? How was your trip? Uh, long, and I'm tired. What's going on? So, Zoom, <laughs> we snapped his neck. No, no, this is not what happened. Uh, so funny thing. Uh, so. Some spooky things have been going on here. Don't go into that room. And I point over to the, you know, the cracks. There's a cold. I was like, oh, you mean my? No, no, not that one. The other one that's next to you. Don't go in there. Um, oh. Don't know what's happening. Uh, Galaty has had some unfortunate accident and is now unconscious. Huri um, was doing some strange things in your guys' dorm and had an accident. And we were just checking on him. And, you know, I'm so glad you're here. Maybe you can assist us as to what's going on here. Well, first off, what do you mean by strange things? You're going to want to <laughs> sit down for this one. <laughs> okay. I, I, like I, like, gesture with my little nub over to, like, one of the stools in front of me. Yeah. You're going to want to sit down. But should I take your bags? Would you like me to take your bags? No, that's right. I got it. Okay, um, that's fine. <laughs> so, no. so long story short, we met a gentleman when we were pumpkin carving. Great experience, by the way. Super fun. Highly recommended. Um, and he uh, carved a strange mass, which I remember in one of my many, many memories of a uh, certain incident involving my wardrobe in a similar instance. And so... There, he carved the pumpkin. Galaxy took the pumpkin home with us. Heavens knows why. And, you know, and, and I proceed to just tell him the entire thing. I tell him exactly everything that's happened. I don't want to go through the whole thing. 
Yeah, you're good. <laughs> and so that's that's what happened. Um, any questions? <laughs> Is Yal alive? I believe so. I did. I did feel a little hoary breath upon my uh, my slimy skin. <laughs> Which um, Zilm, can you make uh, make me Roll a for cringe? Um, a charisma, a charisma saving throw. Um, it's on the left side of your sheet. This is essentially going to tell me how um close you really got with Huri. Oh. Okay, so you guys are just like, you're just straight roommates. Like, there's not like a super strong bond. It's one of those instances where if he's not there by a certain time, you're kind of like, okay, what the heck? Like, where's he at? But then in the, like, you go to sleep soundly. Like, you're not like worried about it, but you're just like, oh, hopefully he didn't die. (laughs) If he does, I get like dibs on his wardrobe. That kind of thing. Like, it's... (laughs) It's like a mutual roommate relationship. Well, hopefully it doesn't do the uh, whole head turnaround thing and scare me anymore. <laughs> well, he, he sure enough did that to me. I'll tell you that much. He scared the blazes out of me. Hope he does it again. It's pretty awesome when he does. I like look over to Raz. Really? It's not the time. Um... Yeah, okay, so I'm like, so if you'd like, um, go ahead and put your bags away. You know, mind the mess of the molded pumpkin and, yeah, Huri on the floor. And if you'd like, could you check on him, make sure he's, nothing's wrong with him? He seems fine, but, you know, I'd rather get a second opinion. Third. Second opinion. Um, yeah, <laughs> so Zilm, you are a cleric, so... <laughs> You can do, um, uh, you can essentially do like a, uh, like a spare, like a cure wounds that would be able to heal them. Or you can do spare the dying, which is essentially, they just like kind of wake up and they're still super groggy, but they're just like there. Mine needs to do that to Galaty for sure. <laughs> Man's got one, zero hit points. <laughs> All right. That stuff would be under your spells. Spare the dying. Who are you, who are you doing that on? Uh, Huluri. You're wrong. On Huluri? Okay. Um, so you pretty much, you walk over and uh, you come up to Huri, uh, kind of just give him a little, like, kind of like a pat on the back or however he's, like, Wake up, Samurai. Out. Um... <laughs> flick him and he gets up like pretty groggily and it's just like I think I'll go to bed now and then like doesn't even get fully up but kind of like stumbles to stand up straight and then just falls into bed like legs are still hanging off the bed and just passed out okay so um, and then I'm going to say right about now, <laughs> uh, in comes Lucy with a little less awkward situation. Yeah. Uh, so you walk in 
Um, essentially, Glix is chilling, Raz is chilling, Galatee is completely knocked out in a living room. Uh, so yeah, that's what you come into. Well, first off, who turned on the AC? That's what I'm saying. I don't uh, know what you guys mean. Um, oh, welcome back, though, Lucy. How was your trip? Th thank you. Uh, good? Fun? Splendid. Kind of tired? Nothing but, traumatic, uh, yeah. I hope. No, not really. Um, how about burning. how was it while I was gone? Oh, oh you know. <laughs> Interesting. To hmm. say the least, yes. I'm going I'm to come down over here and sit at this table. Um... Oh yeah, how was um, how how was your week, Glix? Oh, <laughs> oh, um, I proceed to um. Never was... mind. You what? What was that for? Never what? mind. Okay. Oh, okay. So I sit down for this one. I'm like, so I'm gonna have to explain this again. Um, and then I, you know, explain the whole story of last episode up until this point. And so I'm just like, see, so, so yeah, that's. That's what happened. Uh, quite traumatic, if you will. Have never experienced such things before. It's quite fascinating as well. Um, but yeah, that uh, that's what's been going on while you guys were away. Okay, then. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh. Don't recommend it. Hmm. Okay. I think at this point I'm just going to casually walk away and just <laughs> go into the, the room to put my bags down. Okay. Just um, so pretty much the night, like, you kind of all feel like everything around, everything that has gone on has kind of, like, simmered down um, a, a pretty decent amount. Um, so, what do you guys want to kind of do to, like, wrap up this odd middle-of-the-night interaction? What drinks do we have? Do we have... Wait, can I get drunk? Can, can Is that even possible for me? Uh, I no, I can't. It, no. I can't. I I'm poison-resistant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll have one for I you. I might be, too. <laughs> I'm not sure. Probably because you do Throwing poison the breath. Boy. I would assume so. Uh, that's rough. I can't even have a stiff one. It's just. <laughs> Wait, what? A drink. Of a drink. Yeah, I have poison resistance. <laughs> that's unfortunate. That that is. You know, it'd be even funnier if Galatea was poison resistant as well. It's like, man, I need a drink after this. Oh wait. <laughs> Yeah. Has just anybody come to class with, like bottles of Jack No, Daniels he's still unconscious. Them. Them. Yeah, he's still knocked out. Um, yeah. What's funny is the only guy that's unconscious right now is the only one with the health potion too. <laughs> yeah, I, ironic. We should we should, we should prank him while he's asleep. And what would that entail? We should hang his shoes on the chandelier. <laughs> what? The chandelier? So what? I, I I no, I I do not approve of It'd this. It'd be funny. For who? <laughs> Is this pumpkin in my room? <laughs> uh, <laughs> pumpkin, yes. 
Get it out. <laughs> that's that's Hoover's pumpkin, though. I just want to disturb <laughs> evidence. I mean, his pumpkin. Oh yeah. Also, do I know where um, Grayson's pumpkin went? Like, like is it nope. just gone? Is there like any residue it's or gone. anything that's like saying it's gone or just poof? Um, no. And that's kind of weird to you. Yeah. Yeah, that's uber weird. Like, it, like, essentially, it almost seems like it could have been picked up and moved. Hmm. I, I want to investigate each room now to see if I find this pumpkin. Okay. Um... Make one investigation check, and I will give you advantage. Ooh, so roll that advantage. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> roll that advantage. <laughs> it's been a long Man. night, you know. A lot's been happening. Um, yes. So, room. Essentially, this is what happens. <laughs> yes, this is a room. Relaxed. <laughs> starts going very meticulous like he he almost like Sherlock Holmes style and is looking under every single stool he's like scraping what looks to be a finger and like smelling it to figure out like trajectory he's checking the door handles can I like mold the hat and the nose as well onto myself that's awesome perfect Um, (laughs) while he's doing this all of you slowly start to go back to your rooms <laughs> and start going to bed. Just one after the other, noticing that he is in his own world doing God knows what. If there's anybody that wants to do like something before they go um, to bed, now is the time to say it. <laughs> mm, yes, this is dead. Mm, right. I remember this cool. from my research. The floor here is so, very glory. Um, so you guys still do have like one or two days off pretty much. Uh, and then next, the next beginning of the week is when you guys have your first set of exams. So you guys straight up sleep in like 10 hours, everybody. And you're all like waking up at different times. I don't sleep. However, Glicks is still (laughs) just checking out every inch of this room, finding nothing. I'm, like, on the roof. Absolutely nothing. Just, like, climbing (laughs) in with full Spider-Man, like, it's not on pier. (laughs) Yeah. And you guys are, like, having, like, like, you guys might, like, wake up in the morning, like, you know, fix some, like, magical coffee, like, go down, grab some breakfast, bring it up. Like, while you guys are all sitting around, though, he's, like, going around still, and then, like, as you're, like, you're like picking up stuff as he's like sniffing across <laughs> tables. I stuff. have an idea. Can I, okay. while doing this, split my mini me to also do this? And that freaks them yeah. out when they first wake up? Because that'd be awesome. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. So there's me and yep. my mini me doing all of this. That's awesome. And That's essentially, the mini me, the mini me is Flubber. Like, if you guys have seen Flubber. <laughs> It is just a mini version of Flubber that's just like, like flopping around the room. It doesn't know anything. Like it's so dumb. It's like bumping into walls, bumping into doors. It like 
like it's not smart at all, but it's just wandering around aimlessly. <laughs> yep. Basically. Just <laughs> like that. Um, so we will um, close out the end of that night into the next morning. Uh, the next couple of days, um, you guys are kind of like uneasy. Like everything kind of just feels uneasy. For these next like three days, um, you guys don't have your jobs or anything like that. What do you guys want to do that has to do with this last night encounter within these next three days? Like, you have the options of, like, going to the biblioplex, trying to learn some stuff like this. I was actually about checking to out for other people. Okay, so, like, right now, whoever wants to, like, in groups of two, groups of three, however you guys want to, you guys can figure out what you guys want to do and figure out before you guys go into like the hard studying phase for your exam. Okay. I'm back at full health, right? Yep, everybody's back at full health. Uh spell slots are all good. Anything and everything you guys did. Oh, I'm going to add a new thing on here that says hit point maximum. I didn't even notice that. That's pretty cool. As I'm sitting there, I'm going to yep. ask Glicks if he is going to go to the biblioplex to check this stuff out that's been happening. Uh, yes, sir. It's funny you say that. I was actually uh, preparing myself. Mini-Me, come back here! You just see Mini-Me just like, blah, 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 and just go right inside me. <laughs> and I'm just like, blah, blah, blah. And so... That's weird. First off. <laughs> Second, guys. once you go, I will go with you, Glicks. <laughs> oh, sweet. More company the merrier. Yes, so and much I was to thinking about going there, too. Can I come? Oh. Okay. It's a group adventure. Um, is Huri sure. awake? Do we know if he's awake? Huri, Huri is awake. He's, I'm gonna go poke him. Um... <laughs> okay, Dev. Don't <laughs> poking him. Yeah, his demeanor is uh, his demeanor is very different from the last time that you guys have known. Mm. Like over the last couple of weeks. You guys really got to know, like, how Huri was. He was kind of like a fun, bubbly, kind of like energetic type of Owlin. Um, since this whole incident, he doesn't remember anything about it. And he says that he always feels groggy. We told him about it, right? Just, like, I'm assuming we told him. Yeah, you guys told him about, like, what went on and everything. He doesn't remember any of it. And he just says that he always feels groggy now. Uri, so, are you going to stay behind or are you going to go with them? Does he believe any of it? Oh. Uri, we're going to the Bibliopex. I'll go with you. I should get out. It's, it's a great idea. Great idea. So, All right. it's a, it's a along, good old bud. group adventure to the Bibliopex. What fun. What fun. Learning is so fun. Alright. Does so, yeah. Uri believe stuff that we're telling him happened while he was while he was kind of out because um, the last time he you know when we were with Grayson he didn't see any of the stuff that we saw so obviously he didn't believe any of it I would say um, because of how he's been acting so much you really don't know what he does and what doesn't like he doesn't believe all that he knows right now is that you guys are thoroughly spooked about <laughs> the pumpkin thing and something with him and that he has no recollection of it. That's like, like that's the, that's the majority hey. of the information that is 
given. Talk about amnesia. Like, it's amnesia kind of a situation does. of like he doesn't know what to believe because he doesn't like he his mind can't figure it out completely. <laughs> Trauma. So, I'm gonna pull the. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You're so bad. Alright, so I'm gonna pull this up for you guys. So we're all going, right? Dev's going too? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Just double checking. Black screen. Oh no, never mind. I lied. I see it now. Uh oh, I don't. Probably because I use Opera GX. What now? You wanna say that in English? Browser that's unsupported. Oh. Oh. Meatball, regardless. I didn't mean to do that. Is that me? Yeah, that was me. I didn't mean to do that. I meant to do that. So, you guys are now in the Biblioplex. Uh, Kind of getting the gist, looking around. I know where to go, Um, right? Since I work with the books. So, you know of B10 and B10. So, those pretty much are the main areas that have to do with, like, um, uh, what's the word? Um, trauma. Well, no, that are the books that you are most common and most understanding of. Okay. Uh, you do know that there is the, um, restricted section. <laughs> there is the restricted section. Oh, wow. And that so there's good. the, well, I told you about the restricted section. I don't. Uh, <laughs> okay. Harry Potter reference. So let me just pull up the uh, the map for this place. Yeah, because I was like, I I would assume I know uh-huh. I would know where the info would be at. Not that I would have read it though. Yeah. So the B10, which is uh, where the two Cogwork archivists are. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. You're good. Those are the they're floor to ceiling bookshelves, uh, and those are like the main stacks that have to do with a lot of like um, introductory texts, first year students. Uh, texts um, and that's like what you're most known for like running around and figuring out stuff with there okay Okay. then when you start to look up um, let me figure out how to do areas. these are the next portions um, so B16 right here right here is the advanced student stacks. Uh, Typically students don't receive keys to these stacks until they're studying for their final thesis during their fourth year at Strixhaven. The arcane knowledge in these books here are not public and are sometimes dangerous. Uh, The B18 is the advanced student um, lounge and B17 is the... I had a block picking. Could I get that into that? Um, for what? If I had like a lock picking skill, could I get into that, or is it like some magic key? Uh, that is something that you will have to just try. Swear. Um, and then B nineteen, which is this gigantic maze right here, yeah, is known as the compendium. So, um. This area is the library's third floor and it holds copies of the most mundane, widely available written works in the multiverse. So this is like the general knowledge area. These are, so B10 is the beginning stuff. 
Um, everything in B19 is all like the, the big amounts of things that you're looking for. And then B16 is the advanced stuff. So the B19 you guys could get into and um, Glix, you would know that you could get into this pretty easily. However, if you were to get caught, it was kind of like a slap on the wrist, like get out type of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the B16 is a little bit higher of a risk to get through. Okay. Um, so I'm going to suggest that we go to B19 to learn about this information and then see where we can go from there. Also, you said, what was this section again? Was this B19? Yep, that's B19. Okay, yeah. So I'm suggesting... The regular one or the regular one? Maze. The the maze. So yeah, I'm going to suggest we go to B19 to research essentially anything connected to the night that we experienced. Mainly me, but yes, we experienced... I'm going to follow. And uh, so I will make a correction. B19 you can usually easily get into. However, you are given access when you tell a librarian that that's where you're going. Oh, okay. So if you don't, like, so you guys would have to tell a librarian where you're going or sneak in. And if someone finds you, you're going to have to tell them what you're doing or lie to them. I'm going to tell the librarian since I work here. I'm sure they are acquainted with me. Okay. Is so, everyone going? Um, uh, I am. Yeah. Where's Huri? He's he should oh, be with us, right? I forgot about. I forgot about little guy. <laughs> he's he's still <laughs> groggily covered. He's like, I'm coming, guys. Wait up. Ran past him. <laughs> nice catch there, Dev. Good stuff. Good boy. Can't forget about your best. Pa- Holy oh crap! He's giant now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's okay. It's okay. Wow. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, okay, right. cool. Ah! No. <laughs> oh, he's fine. I'm fine, guys. I'm fine. <laughs> Some more serious side effects there. All right. So um, right here and right here are the two entrances into uh, into the B19. Okay, and the librarian, is it like, in, was it in here? Where would I find the librarian again? Uh, so you would have to tell the Cogwork archivists and inform them. Okay. I shall go tell oh. them. I'm going to go tell the archivist over yonder. Excuse me, sir. Uh, my friends and I would Hello. like to. We would like to go into the B19 section to do some research about some events that we have experienced. Please give more information on these events. Well, it had to do with some burning. Uh, pumpkins and something about an Oryx society. Understood. So you see him, like, open up this little, like, casing. Like a little, it's like a, uh, essentially like a grandfather clock type of thing. So he opens up that. And on the inside, which is kind of cool. When you first look at them, it looks like a completely transparent piece of glass that just goes right in. And you can see, like, the moving of a clock pendulum back and forth. However, when he opens it up, that glass is actually like a solid piece and it has tons of these little lanyards. Oh. And the little lanyards allow you to go up there and essentially if you have those, you know that those lanyards are like the, it's kind of like your hall pass to get through with the B-19. And oh, so sick. he like, with 
these gigantic fingers just like slips one, two, three, four, five, six pieces out, closes it, and then just slides them all off into your hand. Thank you, good sir. I hand them out to the guys. And then I just, I guess I, I put one on me, but it just kind of like goes inside of me. So it's just kind of like in my gelatinous. Okay. Nice. Nice. Happy researching. Thank you, good sir. And then Thank the Cogwork Archivist just starts going right back into swapping books into different areas. <laughs> okay. Or like, they're cute. So yeah, we're going to go ahead and go into B19. Oh. <laughs> that me? No drawing, Raz. Drawing, <laughs> oh, Raz. <laughs> Should we just bring Graffiti ourselves up to fun. the top here with the mazes? Yep. All right, yep. yeah. I'm going to go ahead and do that then. Graffiti is funny, though. It's such a large map. Oh, wow. I win. <laughs> Way, dude. No wonder I didn't see it earlier. Yeah, it's all the way up oh. tip top. Okay. I'm lost. So, this has a lot of information in it. When most of you guys know the only way to really find books from this place is essentially to ask for help from someone that works there or someone that is um, like the reference ladies that are at the main area because they can usually find it. Now, you do have an in because Glixnerglax does work for the Cogwork Archivists. So, the normal successful DC for this is a 20 perception check. Because Glix has the knowledge, I will let anyone anyone in the party can do it, and the DC is a 15, or Glixnerglax can make a advantage perception check for it. But you guys can decide. I am not opposed to doing the perception check if you guys would like for that to go down. I have a plus six, just so you know. For so, perception. if I didn't do the perception, what would we be rolling again? Against a fifteen. No, so we'd still, have be, to we'd roll... still be doing perception, right? Yes, okay. it's still always perception because what it is, it's a wisdom check for like looking. I have, and this isn't investigation because investigation is like peeling over each book this is you're literally looking at hundred foot stacks of books and trying to figure out which one is something that's going to be important to you i think we all should do it because i think i I only have a plus two for my perception okay so everybody can do it everyone runs at a 15 and then glicks you have it no you still have a 20 but you have advantage and only clicks has advantage. Yes, oh, only yeah. Clicks has advantage. I'll take the 17. I mean, it's not a 20, but I'll take a 17. Unlucky. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Okay. Nope. Okay. So. All right. <laughs> um, Unlucky. It's a bit rough. You know what? Uh, okay. Unlucky. I will say, Glicks, yours would probably be a 15, and you would just have advantage because you worked there. Yeah. So. So, Glix and, um, so, Zilms, Raz, and Panda. Oh, I should roll for Huri. Yeah, let's see if he knows. Um, Gets a one. Does he even have a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. He doesn't guys. have, like, a gear sheet. 
Um, <laughs> at disadvantage because he's groggy. I mean, that uh, is true. Who is messaging me? Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Hey. Uri knew what Uri's to do. A little bit. Based Huri. Okay. All right. So, um, Huri. Uh, so first, I'm going to say the ones that failed. So, Raz, uh, Panda, and Zilms. You, you guys start looking through this, and when you guys first like saw the biblioplex, the biblioplex looks huge. However, it does have the TARDIS type of magic. So when you walk in, this is even bigger in here than outside. Um, you actually see that halfway through a majority of the um, the shelves, there's actually breaks so that light can get through. Otherwise, this whole place would be completely black. That's how like tight everything is. Um, you guys are wandering around like chickens with your heads cut off. Like it is. It is a mass of information. There's tons and tons of things. Zilms, like, Zilms has this, like, holy piece around him, like, trying to pray that, like, the right book falls <laughs> out of the, of the shelves and, like, hits him on the head, like, in, like a type of Isaac Newton type of feel. And, like, nothing is, like, connecting. It's just, it's a mass, a mass of information. Um, however, after you guys spend, I would say, two or three hours all searching looking trying to figure out stuff um glicks you had kind of like maneuvered through some of the shelves and got up to a secret uh, like a couple of sections where you know that there's some information on uh secret societies not necessarily the auric but the secret societies specifically um and then uh i'm gonna say for uh who else Past. Sloth. Oh, so for Huri, I'm going to say Huri actually did that. Okay. Huri went up and found secret societies. Glix and um, Galatee, I need you guys to tell me what you guys would be looking for. Um, I, so if he's, if he's going for the secret societies or he already found it, I will probably yep. be looking for something to do with the the burning um yeah i think I, that's what I, something that has to do with you know items that would cause the burning sensations that you know we experienced in the room okay um so and then for galaxy um i think galaxy uh probably would be looking for uh more information about the about the padlock and chains that that he came across um see if he can get pinpoint it down to something a little bit more specific um because it sounds sounded like it was pretty broad like what it possibly could have been so i want to see if i can like tie that down okay all right so um uh Glicks and glass you like kind of flop around and like move around what you start to remember is uh, you had worked for a student a little while ago who was doing a research paper on, um, he worked in, uh, loop, uh not worked in, uh, he was a loophole, uh, lorehold student, <laughs> and he was studying the history of the campuses, 
And you remember him talking vaguely because whenever somebody checks out a book, you have to like kind of not stay with them, but check in occasionally to make sure that they're understanding the literature as well as like not defaming any of the literature. So you went over a couple of times and like talked to him back and forth, just like made some small talk. He was mentioning that there was a, uh, in the book that he was reading, there was a couple of instances where, uh, dorm rooms in Lorehold and Witherbloom were caught on fire and they were caught on fire but what seemed like uh magic it, it didn't have anything to do with actual combustion uh and it didn't have anything to do with um what's the word alchemy either it was that it was actually lit on fire from someone's abilities and it was almost like a serial pyrotech psycho kind of Gosh. that it had consistently been happening uh, there was four accounts over all of history and the majority of them happened within the last 200 years I was so alive, one had happened one had happened like eight or nine hundred years ago and then 200 years ago it was almost like a copycat of it happened and then there's a couple of other ones that have happened and they're getting a little bit closer so okay. it was like and you would almost you would almost look at what happened in your door room and deem it as another copy. Maybe uh do a wisdom check for me. Okay. That's what I want. I want a wisdom check. Wisdom Just save? like a straight wisdom saving throw. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Not my best throw. So by this, you would you would come to the inference of this could be related to that, either it being the same person or either it being something very similar as to why. Because the origin on all of those started the same way, that it was like a chest and a wardrobe that caught first. So this is either the same person or it's a potential copy that's starting the process over. That is what you would infer. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then Cereal for Galati, uh, I'm sorry, well, you were looking for the chains? Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, something a little bit more specific, like uh, maybe what the runes uh, mean. Okay. So, um, you start to look around. You've only been in here a couple of times for the majority of your studies. A lot of it has to do on Witherbloom campus. That's where you kind of flock to. Um, mm -hmm. You do remember, though, talking to Uzmak a couple of times. And Uzmak was talking about how um, there was a professor that was from Witherbloom. Um, uh, the name is escaping me right now. Uh... Veladar, Velardar, something like that. Um, I can't remember specifically, but she was a um, she was one of the professors, and she specialized in Arcana biology and manipulating pretty much biology with the arcane substances. 
and animating things that are not supposed to be animated or messing with things that aren't supposed to be animated. Um, she's still like practices on Witherbloom. She's still one of those professors. Most of the stuff that's ever been said about her was speculation and rumor. None of it's been solidified. However, Uzmak does mention that she was really interested in this book that had to do with the decision of oracles. Um, and in the decision of oracles, the four, I mean, five dragons that developed, um, Strixhaven, they had two individuals that were running pretty high up for uh, the oracle position, and they went one route instead of the other. And that individual started to deal with um, not exactly revenge, but more of like a spite for people. And they um, were trying to conjure... an avatar of some kind from a different dimension. However, the dragons caught onto this and they had taken this individual and locked them in these types of chains. And these chains were very, very, um, very high level magic. When you saw the chains that uh, were in your room, you looked at it and you were like, okay, I, I recognize these. We've used them a couple of times within um, within Alandria. However, these more matched like 8th and ninth level spell casting where you have only seen like 3rd and 5th level spell casting imbued into chains. So this was something that was keeping keeping a very big or very powerful thing held for a very long time of some kind and the symbols and the um, distances are similar to how the chains were in your board in your dorm room normally you would see the view uh, you would see the rune and it would be every five yours was every six and the book doesn't go in depth on what every six would be it only says what every five is Okay. So, so that's pretty much Don't what you guys gather good. from the information for that. Um, after a while, and I'll pretty much say, like, Huri found the book. He had come back down, and you guys kind of all, like, flocked into the middle area right here when you found your books and kind of sat, like, on the ground. They have a couple of different carpets and stuff for you guys to sit on. Oh, wicked. So, hmm. Talking a lot, my guys. My sorry. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Uh, when you guys like all get into the middle, though, you um, are all sitting around. Huri was sitting, and he was contently like reading. Uh, he then starts to like talk about more with this, and starts to say that the Oryx Society is mentioned a couple of times, but only at the very start of the. Um... My whole dude's blanked. You uh, at the very start. <laughs> <laughs> at the very start of Strixhaven's um, history. Now, what it does talk about is that the Oryx Society followed an individual called Jadzi, which is J-A-D-Z-I. And Jadzi was somehow connected 
to the founding dragons, but you aren't seeing a direct, like there's not a correlation that Huri is finding in this book. Um, after he starts reading through a little bit longer, about 20 or so pages from this book are missing, completely tore out. And what it looks like is that the bindings where it was torn out looks singed almost like it was burned of some kind. Oh, boy. Library so lore. That is what your biblioplex extravaganza uh, results in. And a really good spot to end for the night. Oh, wow. Dang. Yep. Wow. I know. I know. <laughs> I know, guys. A lot, of, a lot of history, a lot of understanding, a lot of getting to know some of the lore of Strixhaven. Dude. Lore. Wrapping up some stuff. On the next session, they're probably going to do their first exam. So Woo! that's going to be interesting. Oh, We're going to see if we pass. Hopefully I don't go the same my IRL exams go. Yeah. All right. Uh, so thank you all for joining us. Again, if you guys are listening on podcasts, you are a week behind. Catch up on BP Fun. Look for the purple logo on YouTube. Uh, and with that, I am Voices of, your Dungeon Master for the night. I'm Captain Zeus, your favorite lovable slime that just went through a very traumatic experience. <laughs> Relatable Panda, Lucy, the uh, sock-obsessed elf. Thank you all for having me. Call sign Mason, apple-bobbing champion. Chemistry Sloth, Galaxy, the one that gets punked by mattresses. And fists. <laughs> Dev, uh, Zomas, the master poker. All right. Accurate. Y'all have a good night. Night. I love how we all do the same thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>